everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk, the only place where we'll give you a side of Lyme disease to go with your coronavirus. In the studio, well, none of us are in the studio today because of our self-imposed quarantines, but uh, on the line we've got myself, Tim. Tom. Tom, that's you. What? Oh, uh, I'm here too as well. It's spoken. And also joining us. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was it. Also joining us. Eric. Wait, uh, no, ben Anderson from Foamcast Radio. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Great. My hands have never been cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine are pretty cracked and sore and aching from all of the washing and hand sanitizer. Yeah, I, I, I'm just using sandpaper oh, at this geez. point when yeah. I wash my hands. Yeah, just rub a little bit of dirt on them. You'll be fine. Yeah. I've just started walking around holding a hot soldering iron to to sterilize my hands. The barrel. Yeah. Iron. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> everybody's self quarantined. We're all in our respective homes, except for Ben, who's in his broadcast bunker. Yes, I which I never leave. And can I just say that personally, I'm very disappointed that we didn't get a zombie creating virus. I know because right? that is. What have all been the training for we would all so be survivors yeah i like i'm ready so ready. here's hoping it mutates <laughs> yeah I want, I want zombies uh i think some of us are going to be zombies by the end of this thing is that does that mean you tim are you a zombie i i'm getting sick of it man i i, I cannot believe what our society is doing to itself right now. Yeah, the fact that oh, I think it's hilarious that you can't. Well, Tim, find... you're you're at high risk, right? Because of your your advanced age. Ouch! Not that old. <laughs> that wasn't even me that time. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, you are the oldest out of the three of us. Let's just hey, not by that much. <laughs> wow. Well, Tim, Ben might be just as bad at math as I am. Uh, how bad of math are you, Tom? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty bad. There wasn't a setup for any joke. It's, I'm just bad at math. Yeah. It was never my strong suit either. So anyways, um, what are our... Uh, okay, so I don't think we've done any recent events recently because we've all been... What, what, what is it? So, everything social is canceled. Distancing? Yes, everything is canceled. That's, that's part of what I think we're going to talk about today is the effect that this yep. uh, pandemic has had on our hobby because it's like, well, we'll go into that in a little bit. So no recent events, uh, any projects Are you guys working on any projects? Uh, I'm starting a talent claw. Yay. A talent claw or a U claw? Yes. You haven't decided yet. You, uh, you claw. No, you claw. Yeah. I, I'm, I've been debating whether or not I get a U claw kit. I, I have a talent claw and, that, and that's what I use for ion rush and it works quite well. So and I've got it tuned in pretty good, and it is nice and sturdy because I did the uh, I did uh, fifty five sambas uh, AR variant, so it's got that front shroud. Yeah. Um, I know. I just you know how much I hate having to like tune up my caliber, so I figure if I just get a U burn, I won't have to tune anything up. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben, do you have a caliber or a talent claw or anything like that? Nope. Uh, I have a Dart Zone Pro Mark One. And that's the only uh, like high power Springer that I own. Yeah, I have a hard time using my Dart Zone Pro right now because we discovered that if you're using the Talon adapter, it can cause jams because Talons sit fully forward, whereas the Dart Zone adapter 
sits in the middle and you know that little spring loaded uh uh like dart tooth that sits above the magwell yeah the little uh it's like a guide yeah so when you're using the talon adapter and the talons that actually comes down and um well it, it not that it comes down because the the talon dart uh the talon is for, further forward um the spring-loaded tooth isn't pushing down levelly on the dart so then your breech as it pushes forward is actually pushing on the bottom of the top dart and the top of the next dart so they make talon adapters that hold the talon in the middle Do of they? the magwell i need to find one like i think that was the original design right the original design held it in the middle and then when they came out with the hybrid kit is when they moved it to the front i'll have to see if i can find one or, or maybe i can find a 3d printed one i don't know i'll have to look around i haven't uh i haven't really thought about uh uh, uh my brain is escaping me here um competitive i haven't thought about competitive really since i got back from georgia i've been uh focusing more on z13 and and the strife that i'm modding for our for our fellow admin in the club john but uh yeah personally the only project that i have uh that's in progress is that sonic barricade yeah. thank you tim <laughs> you're welcome um and it's it is still open like taken apart but i kind of had to pack it away for a little while because of personal reasons but i will get back to it uh, i'm anxious to see it when it's done i hope it uh, yeah me too <laughs> so but yeah our uh our one moderator john um has been a imr uh user um his entire time in the hobby basically and uh we were going to rewire the strife he's going to take to end war so he could use imrs with some rhinos to get a little bit better fps and i was like you know what man i, I i've got a proposal for you he's like okay i was like i've got a couple extra batteries sitting around i i have an old charger let's let's wire this thing for lipo for you and he's like dot 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 uh, okay let's do it so i finally convinced him to go to lipo and uh good i i got it all together wired it all up i put uh Fang revamps, Cyclones, OFP 43 millimeter cage in it, cronied it, and it's hitting like 135 to 140. Nice. So, yeah, which is too strong for Endor. So now I've got a. I'm telling you, put a grass guide in it. The. I, I'm not looking to spend that much effort on, on uh, getting a brass guide to seat perfectly into an OFP cage. I just finished. So what yeah. you could do, you could just do what I did last year at End War and just bring a bunch of barrel extensions with you <laughs> and then just sit there at the crony station and try different barrel extensions to see which one gives you the FPS that you want. So he, he, does, a bad idea. he does have a seven and a half ish inch barrel extension that's going on it. Um, so I figure that'll probably drop at about five FPS. And I just finished printing off the 43.5 millimeter cage and if i remember correctly each half millimeter drops the uh the fps by about 10 so that'll get us about 15 lower which should get us around 125 to 130 so i'm hoping that perfect does it. yeah i i was going to suggest switching to a morpheus cage but everybody's sold out of morpheus guides 
Like Luke is honestly the only one who even has product in a store like Silver Fox and uh, uh, what is it? JLB Industries. Those guys all don't have anything listed in their Etsy shops and Luke's out of uh, sold out. So I don't know where to get a Morpheus guide for him if we were going to go that route. I just got an email saying that Out of Darts had Fangs revamped back in stock, which for a while there nobody had. So hmm. I don't know. FYI to people. Yeah. I have one spare set after doing this blaster for him. So I think those are going to go in my uh, Power Strike 48 once I get around to doing that. Yeah, I have a lot of get around to doing that yeah. blasters. Yeah. I, I have a lot of. I've done it once or twice. It still doesn't perform how I want it to, so it's back on the shelf, and I'll uh, eventually be not frustrated enough with that project to pull it back down and, and work on it again. <laughs> so do we want to jump into the first of our main topics, and which is uh, how, how this pandemic is affecting our hobby? Yeah, sure. It's not everything's fine. It's End not. of episode. End of episode. Detroit Dart Talk is canceled. Detroit, Detroit Dart, Dart Talk's Talk over. over. It's uh, it's it's getting pretty bad out there. Like, I knew we weren't going to be at the the Dart Club recording today, so I stopped in and saw Connor for a minute yesterday, and and like he's he's kind of going stir crazy, you know, because he lives at the club right now, and he said that I was the first person he thought he had saw in like a week and a half. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I think uh, something people need to realize is that social distancing only applies uh, physically uh you can still like text and call people and like see how people are doing it's probably a good idea to do that for your mental stability and theirs and social distancing just means that you're not getting together in large dense crowds like you know the catholic church in in the, the archdiocese of detroit um has canceled all masses but they're still letting people come in to the church to do like uh individual worship but anybody that's in has to be sitting six feet away from the next person that's there. Mm. So, like, there are guidelines for still hanging out in small groups. Part of the problem is most of the businesses that you would go to, to hang out at are closed because they're not allowed to have in in building service, you know, restaurants yeah. and stuff. So. Yep, in Washington, all restaurants and bars are closed. Uh, except for takeout. Yep. So like here. you can use drive throughs Same in Michigan. Yeah, that's how it is here. Yeah. And then uh, all all gatherings over 250 people are banned. Or actually, I think it, it might be 50 now. Uh, and so my church moved their services online because we average over 1,000 people per service. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the, ca- the crazy thing that, that blew my mind about the Catholic Church. Even though they're not allowed to have open mass where people come in, they still have to hold the mass. So like my dad's a deacon. So he and the priest and their assistant priest were all there still performing the full mass, even mm-hmm. though there was nobody in there to have mass for because people have like, paid do they it. live stream it? No. Um, Archdiocese is, is live streaming mass daily from the headquarters, but because people have paid for like intentions and stuff, they still have to do Uh-oh. every mass at the church kind of blew my mind and sorry that that was a total like church tangent so sorry to, to our <laughs> non-religious listeners but uh, it, it just it it blows my mind all of the craziness that is coming out of this and 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 you know this is prime like 
getting ready for spring HVZ season, especially in our area, you know, all of the, the big name, mm -hmm. uh, HVZ colleges in in Ohio and whatnot in Pennsylvania, they're all, yep. you know, and, and for a while it was like, okay, we're going to postpone. Okay. We're still on. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we're probably not going to pull this one off. And then it was like, nope, we're, we're out. Sorry guys. We're going to, we're going to save this one and do it in the summer. Yeah, and, and now Stand this by. one's out, and yep, and just they're dropping like flies now. I don't think there's any invitationals that are still going on. Yeah, my my battle space intel segment is going to be pretty bare. Yeah, yeah. So I I actually um on that note, I don't know if you guys saw this yet, but I actually created a a blaster battle event on Facebook. It's called Completely Fake Blaster Battle, <laughs> and basically the idea is it's not real, um, but Everyone who just misses all their battle events and is disappointed that we can't go fling foam can go in and mark that they're going. You can invite your friends, share it to your your local group, post pictures of your loadout, and basically just pretend that you're going to go and then we just won't. And so it's scheduled for April 1st because uh, April Fool's Day. It's a joke. <laughs> yep. So it's kind of uh -huh. like a Raid Area 51, they can't stop us all. It kind of, yeah. And what's happens. funny is it's been about 24 hours now, and there's like 100 people already that are signed up to go. So, and I just created the event yesterday. I'll have to look for it. Well, Ben, you're an influencer. Yeah. I know. Well, hey, that's like four times as many people as have ever come to one of my real events. So, Ben, so, I don't think anybody's ever done that before. So, this is a unique event. So, is it bespoke? Yes, this is a bespoke event. It absolutely is. It is it is made to order. Um, also, I am offering to pay for all the travel and lodging fees for anyone who needs to travel to this event uh, because it's fake and it's not happening anywhere, just to be clear. So everyone can go from around the world. There are no – like nobody should feel like this is something they can't participate in because nobody can participate in it. But nobody should feel that way. No one. We can all participate to an equal degree, which is not at all. I wish that there was some way of playing Nerf online. Right? Like a <laughs> like a blaster FPS? Yeah. Uh, Sam at one point was said he was trying to make a, a foam, uh, like, like a first-person shooter where um, like you tried to dodge darts. Huh. Yeah, you could do that. Just make it so the ammo moves really slowly. Projectiles move really slowly. It doesn't kill you. <laughs> right. It makes you stronger. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of coronavirus, uh, everybody wash your filthy, disgusting hands. Again, um, wash them till they bleed. Y y honestly, like everyone should be doing that already, but it's really gross that a lot of people don't. I don't know if you guys know this. But a lot of people don't wash their hands, and it's nasty. And I'm not even a germaphobe. I'm just saying, like, when you're done in the bathroom, wash your hands. Like, come on. Yeah, Didn't your parents a, teach you this? That's a good point. I, I, I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we all shake hands, and yeah. <laughs> I, I think the uh, the coronavirus has kind of killed this conversation. There's not much more to say. No, oh, it, yeah, it's, it's killing damn, everything. Yeah. Damn you, coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess let's move on to our, the main topic, it, which is favorite HVZ missions. Yeah, I mean, we could always just go through the missions we at like End War, and just talk in like BG and just talk about like what we liked about them. 
Yeah, I mean, so like, you, you know, you know, let's let's only talk about what we like about them, because usually we give negatives about yeah. missions. Let's only give positives. Um, so my first invitational was End War Seventeen. That was the first actual HVZ event I ever went to, and uh, Mission One. I kind of just tagged along with the SCNC because I didn't know the Suburban Detroit Nerf Club yet. I, uh, you know, I was new to the hobby. You know, I had a fresh uh, strife that I bought a, a drop-in kit off of uh, Tactical Foam, and I thought I was hot shit. And so we, just, oh, there, there goes the S- SCNC. They're the, they're the big dog. So let's follow them and see what happens. And, and that took us into the alleyways behind the shops right off of campus. And that was an insane mission. Yeah, that was a, that was a choke point, right? Yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of choke points, and like the alleys kind of like, um, you know, split off into different areas, and like there there was a parking structure that some people had to go in and in around, and you know, so we we were fighting our way back into the alleyway, and then we had to fight our way up, and then we ended up on the actual street, uh, you know, in front of the storefronts, and it was just a very unique. Um, yeah, you know, I I haven't really experienced that mission in anything since then, so or anything like that in in, in a mission since then. So it uh, it it sticks out in my mind uh, for multiple reasons. It was my first real invitational mission. It was very unique. It was very intense, and uh, yeah, I we we did experience stuff like that at End Ward nineteen, but it was like immediately after you you died. Because when we were running around campus, we, we essentially did get into a hallway where we did have zombies on either side and did have to blast our way out. Yeah. That was, it was stressful, but it was fun. It was, uh, you know, like right above where those stairs were, where the auxiliary was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was right there. It was right there. Okay. It was, it was a nice time. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite mission ever is probably... I'll have to think about this, but I'll tell this story and I'll think about it some more. Uh, but most probably it is End War 18, Mission 1. Uh, yeah, that one was fun. Drill Princess. Um, you know, on top of the fact that, you know, Vogue has become a good friend of the club and, and the podcast. and no, um, we actually hate him. <laughs> we hate him a lot. No, um, Vogue, not happy birthday. Don't have a happy birthday because he was, his birthday was like last week, wasn't it? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, so don't have a happy birthday. Yeah, I hope I hope you had a um, I hope you had a great birthday. So, I wasn't sure what to think going into that mission because, um, there was a content warning on the mission. They didn't really tell you what was going on, and then before they started mission briefing, they were like, "All right, if you can't handle getting screamed at and yelled at and." and all of that, then uh, this isn't the mission for you. You should go check out another mission. And I was like, I'll stick it out. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm fine. And then Drill Princess walked in and started screaming and shouting and yelling at us for being the lily-livered grunts, uh, privates that we were. And uh, I forget who I... I think I was sitting next to Andrew at the time, and I, I, I looked over it and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it turned out to be just a really fun mission. Shout, you know, running around campus yelling honky in the tree and, you know, actually practicing formations and 
I just, I really enjoyed that one. There honestly wasn't a whole lot of combat in that mission, too. No, there it wasn't. Was, it, was mainly just, it, it was mainly wandering. Yeah, well, it was immersive uh, role-playing almost. Yeah. So, lots of fun there. So, what about you, Ben? What's your favorite HVZ mission? Well, uh, let me preface this by saying I have not been to a lot of HVZ events, not for lack of trying, just that there aren't a lot around where I live, and I have to travel to go to any big HVZ events. But um, out of the ones that I have been to, my all-time favorite mission slash moment uh, was at last year's West vs. Zombies. And uh, for people who haven't been to West vs. Zombies, the missions are a little bit different. They're not like, you don't have like these big monolithic missions that all of the humans are trying to accomplish together. You have these missions that are given out to different squads. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, so the the humans kind of break up into their own squads um, just however you want. So your squad can be as big as you want it to be. And the, the idea is that you, you know, you make some friends either ahead of time or at the event and you form a squad together and then you go and you get a mission. And then when your squad completes your mission, you go turn it in for some rewards and you get a new mission and you're, you're kind of not connected to what the other squads are doing. Um, so last year, uh, I believe it was, yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, it was about probably halfway through the day on Saturday and, my squad was doing some mission. I don't even remember what it was, but um, we were on our way back to the safe zone because we had completed our mission. And one of the special zombies was, they, they call it a Black Knight. So um, basically it's, it, it wasn't even actually a zombie. The Black Knight is just like a non-player character and they have a high capacity, full automatic rival blaster either like a nemesis or a prometheus and if they hit you with a round then you are stunned and you cannot move for a full minute oh wow and so we were making our way back to the safe zone when we encountered a black knight and uh the black knight stunned one of our squad members and so then we had to defend them from the other zombies while we waited for their stun timer to go down that's a neat and mechanic. We, I like it. Yeah, so so we did that successfully. We we successfully defended them. And in the meantime, though, all the zombies were figuring out, hey, there's a human that just got stunned over there. And so they were all kind of rallying and, and preparing an attack. So um, as soon as we were able to start moving again, there was just this massive horde of zombies that started to attack us. And... We were we were still making a fighting retreat, trying to get back to the safe zone, and we were headed across a bridge um, that went over like a little stream. And unfortunately, several of the members of my squad, once we had gotten to that point, they could see the safe zone and they just sprinted off to it. Oh no! And you never leave your wingman. You you never leave your squad members. Um, and and they took off and. Myself and Ben Teague, also known as Duke of Foam, we were left on the bridge and we had no idea that our other squad members had left. And we were both um, covering the six o'clock and firing into the horde and holding them off. And we were just like dumping mags. And it was by far the most frantic 
uh, an exciting moment that I've had in HVZ, and we were ju- and we were we were holding them off too. And then all of a sudden, from behind, um, somebody uh, a zombie came up and just tagged us both oh, simultaneously. No, because and you it didn't wasn't until squad. that moment that we realized that the rest of our squad had left. Wow. So even though it went from like that intense high to a, what was definitely a low point where we're like, holy crap, like we got abandoned and now we're zombies. It still was like the most awesome moment that I've experienced so far in HVZ. Oh yeah. Um, you know, when, when someone's addicted to something, they talk about chasing their first high. That's always going to be my first high when it comes to HVZ. Like, I don't think I'll probably experience something that's, that um intense again i I think i'll always be trying to get there um but yeah that that was definitely my favorite uh hvz mission i guess you could call it gotcha yeah i i totally know what you mean by the uh that high for me that that first like true junkie high i i don't even remember exactly what what the mission was It, it was at end war 17 and we were on our way back to the briefing room and it was just some random people and i know that uh so like my, my buddy andrew and i were there and uh ryan from make test battle happened to be like retreating back you know right in that same little pocket of people and so it was like uh myself and andrew and ryan and uh uh i don't know his actual name he calls himself the mtb wizard uh, but he he had one of the first nemesises um, and so we were just like at the back of the, the line of people retreating back to the mission room. And that is, sticks out in my mind as just one of like my, cause then we 17 was my first invitational as well. So that really sticks out as my, uh, you know, one of my, um, you know, like defining first moments. Awesome. What about you, Tom? Uh, for 18? Well, just in general, favorite mission ever. Uh, since we're going with a tough one i'm gonna go with 18 since we're done since you're just talking about 18 okay favorite mission for 18 was probably i want to say three which no no three was the morning mission right yes three was one where you could respawn from did they give us a respawn yeah because too because too many people died during the night mission and said they weren't going to three so Uh, three if you died you respawn from okay um oh yeah 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 yeah. so that that one was fun because it was the first mission i actually got to run with s s t and c because at the time i was running with rescue squad so that's fun because I got to run with you. Yeah. Um, but mission four, mission four was a lot of fun because the people I was running with, we just roamed. We we kind of just like we knew what the mission was. We knew where people were going to be. We just kind of wandered around the outskirts of everything, just to like just to see all what was going on. See, I thought I was with you at that point. We, we uh here and there, like we branched off because okay. it got to a point where it's just me, Jang, Nate, and Cali Nerf. Okay. And that was, you know, like, that was just nice because I just got to hang out with those guys. Uh, like, Jang was saying after, he's like, wow, you know, like, you were a really organized leader. It's just like, I wanted to run into the horde. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. I proposed that, like, three times. Because my, my, so remember the parking garage where, like, all yeah. those zombies were all over? I thought a key would be in there. Okay. And I'm just like, guys, because at this point, everyone else was over in the courtyard where, uh, where Final Stand was. Like, zombies on one side, humans on one, just kind of staring at each other. We were, we were like walking back. So I'm just like, no, this is going to be a bloodbath. And as we're walking back, I'm just like, hey guys, you know where all those zombies were before? And they're just like, yeah. I'm just like, what if we go in there? <laughs> like, what, what, if, what if we go where all the zombies were? Because you know, like, my logic was there was a key in there. Apparently there was not. Mm. But 
we wouldn't have known that unless we walked in there or until after the mission when someone told us. Oh. But I, th- I thought that would have been fun. I, I like that mission just because it was immersive. Like we were just one, we were walking around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so favorite, did you figure out what mission you were thinking of before? No, I, I was just trying to think of other invitationals I've been to that have had, you know, really good. I mean, the, um, I have favorite like elements of different invitationals that I've been to. Like, uh, the Rick and Morty invitational that Youngstown did a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. I really enjoyed the mission where we had to step on the switch plates to control, um, ah, God, what's Rick's dad's name? Uh, Jerry. Jerry. We, so. Jerry, there's a, Jerry, we got a. <laughs> it was a remote control Jerry, Jerry. And, uh, there were four switch plates, one on each of the four corners of that, uh, that courtyard that they do a lot of their play in. And you had to use it like a D-pad, but obviously we couldn't run, you know, you couldn't activate more than one at a time. So luckily I had brought up some walkie talkies. So gave Cody, uh, Heron a walkie and that's where I, you know, I met him and, and became friends with him. Um, and then Sam had one of the walkies and then I had one of the walkies. So Sam and I were manning two switch plates each. And then Cody was escorting Jerry and, uh, and that's where I got killed by the pacifist zombie from New Paltz. <laughs> but that was a great mission. Uh, you know, and that was, that was my first smaller invitational. So I had a lot of fun at that. Um, you know, and like the demon at the, uh, the escape room, yeah. um, was an amazing mechanic. Um, the, uh, operators or operatives at the, uh, the BG, um, not Splinter Cell. What's the, uh, what's the shooting game? Uh, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Uh, The operatives that they implemented, I thought that was a neat uh, um, concept. Um, The entire way that uh, Eastern Michigan, you know, Outbreak Eastern does their invitationals where they get the Rec IM and work their way up and back down. And they they work the fact that they have different levels um, into their storylines, you know, so it's kind of like playing a video game is really cool. They have a much different... uh, rule set from the Ohio scene. So that is interesting too. Um, and we're 19. What was my favorite mission from 19? What was mission three again? Mission three was the morning mission. Okay. Was that where I became shirtless? Probably. Yeah. Mission three was the one that got rained out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mission Sorry, two, I was away from the mic. mission two is the night mission. Yes. I enjoyed mission one. That one was nice. Where we, even though we didn't find what we were looking for, well, it was, it was kind of a nice, just hey, uh, let's putz around. Yeah, here's some zombies. Like, go shoot at the zombies a little bit. Also, the zombies were just very nice people. It so, was the mission one was frustrating at the time because we should have been able to complete that, but we we weren't able to because the objective yeah. got moved. I still enjoyed knowledge. it. Like, it was still fun. Yeah, it was just like it was it was HVZ. It was just walking around. Um, so mission three, mission three, I liked because that's where I really like just kind of said screw it. And went as kind of you know, like as hard as I could, or like pushed myself as hard as I could. Where I just said, "Hey, I'm going to run as light as I possibly can, um, and I'm going to run with no gear, just show just to see how it went." And it was, I think, it was pretty well received because I went up and did speed squad, which then turned into, "Hey, just walk a little bit faster," because <laughs> I I took off you know, like I was ready to sprint, so I was like ready to take off and go, and so was everyone else. In my, no, so was the other two people up front with me who were like ready for speed squad. Everyone else is wearing like normal tech gear. It's like, Hey, we can't keep up. Slow down to a jog. Hey, we can't keep up. Slow down to a power walk. Hey, we can't keep up walking. It's like, Oh yeah, we can do this. And I'm just like, what was the point of speed squad then? 
<laughs> I was meant to go fast. Now I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not fast, so I will never, never yeah. end up on Speed Squad. Well, I think right now we have a good composition for our squad friend war, because right now we have four scouts and the rest of you guys being normal, I guess. Yeah. Also, I do need to get Becca to start using a strife so she can get a feel for it. If I don't have her strife ready by this Z13, I'll just give her my blue one. All right. Or I could bring one for her to you. Well, you still have two, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got I've got three. The blue, the white, and... Joker. The one I made for Brandon that he never used. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might cannibalize that one. Huh. Or repaint it or something. I'm not a huge fan of it. No? No. Or, re or redo the wiring, at least. I'm not a fan of the wiring. Okay. I can't do any wiring right now. My brother-in-law dropped an alpha trooper on my soldering iron. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is he going dead war or no? No. No? Okay. No. I stopped inviting him. Yeah, because he just stopped going. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's fine. So, I I am I am looking forward to anywhere this year. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm not so much for like the HVZ aspect, but for seeing everyone. Yeah, and you know yeah. that that's one of the reasons I kind of don't want to do Foam Pro Tour just so we can have some time to hang out with everyone. And plus, like Eric's not gonna be there. Eric's yeah. the we're the three musketeers. Yeah. Well, if, if if we end up doing it, and Eric's not there, then me and Eric need to do a tournament without you. Yeah. So it's fair. Yeah. I'd be up for doing it like the first round, and then if we get out, just say, "Hey, let's go back to the Airbnb and hang out." Yeah, because it's not—it's not just us in the Airbnb anymore. It's ten other people. Eight other people. Nine, I think. We have eleven. I think we have eleven. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So what about uh, what about you for uh, End War uh, this past year, Ben? Uh, this was your first End War, right? Yeah. So last year was uh, my first End War, End War 2019. Um, I definitely. You know, we, we've talked before about uh, the shortcomings of the event and, and yeah. you know, some things like that. But but overall, like, I still had an absolute blast, um, and I am happy that I went. Um, I think probably my my favorite moment at End War 2019 was the mission on Saturday night. I don't remember exactly which number that was. Um, so Saturday but it, it was night. the last mission before, like the the final stand where the where the humans and the zombies kind of had their their little showdown yeah so i think that would have been mission five because mission six okay. was final stand okay i'm having trouble yeah, so, remembering what that was that the one where we had to get we had to gather the potion uh ingredients mm -hmm. the, the glow sticks yeah, so and there the were, tubs there were like four there were four MacGuffins that we had to go retrieve and bring to what was that field called Somebody Sweet. just said it the other day. Sweetheart Circle? Yes. Yeah. 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 There were four things we had to retrieve and bring to Sweetheart Circle, and they were all like Tupperware containers with glow sticks in them or something. And um, I just remember that like right at the beginning when we first kind of broke out of the briefing room building and, and got away from the chaos, uh, I was part of a small group that kind of split off, and we basically made the decision to go for the final objective on the list first okay um so that you know we we weren't gonna probably be running into the other groups that were trying to accomplish things so we just decided to go for you know the the furthest away objective and because we did this it actually was like a brilliant plan everyone else was focused on the first closest objective we headed off towards the furthest one and we succeeded with like Almost no resistance. I think yeah. at one point there was one zombie chasing us, and then they eventually just gave up. Yeah, because I think um, we went for the first, and, and we had like all of the zombie resistance focused on us. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. a brilliant plan there. Yeah, and so we we succeeded in getting that first one, and then we made it to Sweetheart Circle, and we met up with another group uh, of of people um, that also showed up to Sweetheart Circle, and I remember Tom was among them, um, but I don't remember if any of the rest of you guys were there. Yeah, I got separated. I, just, I remember from... there were like two, maybe two dozen people at Sweetheart Circle at that point. I got separated from Tom at that point. Um... I don't remember. I think I ended up walk, going around like th- those little ponds. I think I was on the other side of the pond there with mm. uh, um, Devin uh, from our club and, and a few other random people. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I, I, I remember once we got to Sweetheart Circle, it was like, okay, so what are we doing now? Are we going to try to defend this location and wait for everyone else to show up? Or do we want to continue trying to get more objectives? And the group I was with said, let's go try to get another objective so we headed off and in the meantime the main zombie horde was pretty much taking apart the the main mass of humans um and by the time we had gotten another objective and we're heading back uh we pretty much just had the zombie horde i think there was still some some humans uh on the other side of the horde that we like couldn't reach at all um but we just had a ton of zombies to deal with. So we were basically sprinting back to Sweetheart Circle with the Holy MacGuffin. And at one point, I turned around to kind of take out some of the closer zombies because I could hear them running up behind me as I was running. So I turned to take out a few. And in the you know 10 or 15 seconds it took me to do that and then turn back around, all the other humans I was with were gone. Oh no! Like gone. Like like and turned into zombies, around. gone or like disappeared. No, no, they 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 had continued sprinting, and oh. I couldn't even see them anymore. Wow! And so for a couple seconds, I like kept running, trying to catch up to them, and then I was just like, you know what? I don't even know. Like all I could see was zombies around me. I couldn't see any humans. I could just see zombies. But it was funny because for a moment there. Nobody, none of the zombies realized that I was still uh, like an unturned human. (laughs) And so I just kind of walked along and didn't like attract attention to myself. And then at a certain point, there were two guys that I was kind of catching up to. They were actually in front of me um, and they were zombies. And I thought, okay, like this is it. I'm I'm giving myself away here. And I, I tagged them both. And then they turned around and they said, Hey, everybody, there's a human here. And I was like, all right, here we go. (laughs) So uh, there was a chain link fence. I put my back up against that chain link fence, and I just started shooting, and I I got tagged during a reload. And uh, and that's a a D-bad. That That goes against uh, zombie rules because they're not supposed to give away human location if they're down. Well, then they broke the rules, but uh, it it was all right. It it was still fun. Yeah, still sounds like you went out in a blaze of glory. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, the, it was funny. The zombie that tagged me even kind of apologized. He tagged me and he's like, "Sorry, bro," or something like that. And I was <laughs> like, "It's all good, man." Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite from nineteen? Nineteen. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, there were a lot of fun aspects of the missions for twenty nineteen. Maybe not the missions themselves. Yeah. But I, just the scenarios you got in, like there was it's kind of BS that they had um, all the zombies circling the building, but. Yeah, that added another aspect of it. That part definitely stunk. That um, oh, it, it sucked, but it was it was hard and it was a challenge. 
so many people died right then and there. Yeah. It really like weeded out like who, who's fast enough to deal with zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked I'm trying to remember what the objective was when we were over by the astronomy. It wasn't the first time we were over at the astronomy. That was when the um, objective got moved. But the second oh, time, we were kind we were of there for? we were kind of in there looking for something in that little like wooded area oh, between the buildings. The uh, the teachers. Was that it? Yeah, we were looking for the professors, and okay. we just like got the building wrong because surprise, surprise, no one knew the campus. <laughs> um, I, I kind of enjoyed that. Um, that one was nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I. I wore myself out by final stand. Oh, yeah, yeah. you Because your ankle was also dying, right? Hmm? Your ankle was messed up, too. Uh, Yeah, it was starting to bother me. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I did. Do you have, a? Do you have like, a brace for that? Yeah. Maybe Maybe you should get one for it. Yeah, it's fine now. I, really? I, th- I think I twisted it or something. Okay. I'll, I'll probably bring, like... Or maybe I had hot spots or something. I don't know. As long as, you know, like, nothing happens like it did in 18, where someone probably fractured their ankle and then continued to walk on it. Yeah, well... That was dumb. Yeah. That was really dumb. Um, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these missions, the missions themselves aren't fun, but just the situations that you get into as a human in HVZ, they're fun because they become organic. Yeah. And, and a lot of it comes down to who you're playing with, right? Yeah, Cause yeah. like we, we've been to good HVZs at Bowling Green. We've been to a bad HVZ at Bowling Green. Even the bad one we went to, it was still fun because of who we were with. Right. Exactly. You know, you, you look back and even though it was cringeworthy, you know, you're able to, you know commiserate with the people that you went with well let's uh let's wrap this one up uh let's move on to shout outs tom you got a shout out uh i don't think i do i'm gonna actually i'm gonna shout out spy mike for helping me complete my pokedex there you go yeah like in pokemon go no in uh in pokemon sword by the way if anyone wants to battle me hit me up we we all have time so yeah battle my shout out is going to go to Droded in our Nerf Club. Um, he heard me talking about the um, the node uh, lights that they use for some of their game types, and he went out and and bought a set for us. Not not the uh, the multicolored ones that Node has, but he went out and he found a set of magnetically attaching um, lights where you push a button and it, it'll um, light up in di- different patterns. So mm-hmm. now I ha- now I get to figure out a game type to use those in because they're kind of like uh, um, thermal detonators or whatever you know set them magnetically against something and light them up or something. I I'll have to figure out a game type to use them in. Yeah, I, I love Node and Corridor Digital, and they make Nerf good Nerf content. Yeah, not a lot of Nerf modding going on over there. They're mostly using stock blasters, but seem to use a few Orange Modworks kits, haven't they? I, I I know that somebody over there has a a hammer shot with a metal cylinder, yeah, or something. Is it the but, uh, monkey mod cylinder? I'm not sure. I was so disappointed that they never did another run of those. I really wanted, but I, a metal cylinder. Yeah, I didn't know monkey mod had a cylinder. Yeah, it's uh, it's not their design. It's uh, I'm trying to remember who actually designed it. All right, I got to look it up now. <laughs> that is not okay. monkey mods. Uh, ben, who's your shout out while I'm looking this up? Um, I am going to shout out Justin Giardina from the Panhandle Dart League because he has been working really hard with some other people on putting together 
a dart league for Florida, and that's pretty cool, a, a competitive league. And what is really cool, the reason I want to shout them out, is because they recently made the decision to make all of their events free to the public um, to increase participation. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that I think awesome. uh, people should go check that out. Uh, follow them on Facebook and stuff, Panhandle Dart League. And, you know, go down there if you're near Florida. Yeah, guys, I think that's uh, I think that's all from us. Yeah, I can't find the, ha- so the cylinder on, on Monkey Mods anymore, so. Well, I guess we'll never know, Tim. Yeah, I'm bummed. I'm, I'm bummed that it didn't get uh, reproduced. Because the original run that they did um, was too tight. The dart fit was too tight. So they sold them at a discount, and they're like, yeah, we'll fix it in the next run. And then they never did another run. But it was somebody huh. else's design that they uh, they paid for the, the run on. Anyways, all right, guys, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Ben, thank you very much for joining us. It's awesome. Oh, to have thanks you. for having me. Yeah. All right, guys, take it easy. The other thing we were going to talk about, and this is something that has come up as a very hot topic, hot hot button. Is that the right? Is that is that mm-hmm. the phrase? hot button hot, issue? Yeah, hot button item hot is hot pocket, hot pocket, hot pocket. Hot pocket.